Welcome to The Red Podcast, a place for bold, inspired, outrageously courageous, and just a tad bit naughty women leaders come together. I'm Elaine Kalila, and I'm the founder of the Priestess Presence Temple, a sisterhood of over 80,000 women. For the past 25 years, I've had the great pleasure and privilege of supporting, inspiring, catalyzing, and initiating women to remember who they are. The Red Podcast is a place where you can come to lean into your edges, listen for that which yearns to be expressed more fully through you, and to say yes to the places that probably scare you. More importantly, I'm going to be talking with some amazing women who are spiritual and grounded, and we're going to be chatting about what it takes for each one of us to step into the legacy of our purpose and fully bring it to the world that we're here to co-create. Your presence is a gift, so I say bring it. We're here to listen to your red, your leading edge, that place of evolution within you. Hope you enjoy the conversations. Hello, hello, beautiful red women. It's Elaine Kalila back with another episode in the juicy, wild, freeing, liberating, edge-walking, daring Red Podcast. And today I am really excited about this interview because I am bringing to you an amazing woman who is making impact in the world through her erotic aliveness, her sensuality, her truth of being, her raw, unbridled joy of life. So I'd love you to meet Sean Renoto. Hello, darling. Hello, hello. So good. Oh, that was just that just felt so good, that introduction. Thank you. Uh, no, I was into it because yeah. how could I not be? So we are going to be diving into the world of sensual intelligence, which for me. As one who walks the path of the red woman, the Magdalens, the awakening of the Eros and the full-bodied power of being here in the feminine body is really central to my work, to my life path. So when I when I started to peek at your book and I took your quiz and I was like, oh, Seanry would be an amazing one to have come in and talk about this whole, what you're calling the lost IQ. So Seanry wrote this amazing book, which you're going to have a link to later, but it's called Sensual Intelligence. Just say that with me. Sensual Intelligence. It makes you want to kind of purr. <laughs> the lost IQ, reclaim the wisdom, power, and joy of your body. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm really excited to just kind of dive into the deep end here and just hear you speak about a little bit about what sensual intelligence is, but even more than that, Seanry, like how did this work come about in your life? Like what happened when you woke up one day and went, oh, I am here to be a messenger of this work. Mm -hmm. um, I'm super curious like how that occurred to you and what happened. And yeah, tell me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, <laughs> mm. Okay. Okay. Yum, yum, yum. yum. Uh, so first of all, uh, sensual intelligence. I wanted to, I wanted to play with both of those words, both of those concepts, mm. sensual being of the senses, taste, touch, smell, sight, sound, and really being able to be connected to the body. And intelligence is the knowing of something, the, the, you know, the, the grassroots really, for me, embodied interaction of the things. So sensual intelligence is the artful, embodied knowing of feeling and being. 
<laughs> so I feel my whole body just go, mm. yeah. like I'm just going to be making sounds at you today. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I love the marriage between those two words. And I love how you invited us to come into the realm, your realm, the realm mm-hmm. that you're holding. So, okay. So tell us the story of how you came into sensual intelligence. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like a, it's multi, multifaceted, like, you know, like so many of our stories, but for me, like the initiation was a, was when my body, my power felt like it was taken away from me. Mm. Um, so it actually started when I was, I was like this uh, straight A student, loved, you know, loved learning. I was very curious about things. And I had this mentor who was this much older white man who was, who for me felt like he held the keys to the kingdom for my success. He had all these different knowledge and all these different things. And we would meet and had these really, you know, really wonderful conversations um, about, about life, about making money, about contributing to the world. And I was always talking about, and, you know, human interactions, really, you know, loving, loving yourself and, you know, connecting with other people that that was most important. And he was always talking about money and et cetera as being, you know, was the most important thing, but, you know, it was, it was fun. It was engaging conversation uh, for, you know, for a 16 year old um, with her, you know, with her mentor. And then one day um, something shifted. Well, he shifted and he was inappropriate with me. He, he, molested me. He just started, he started touching my body. And I was someone who had never been kissed. Um, I grew up in a household where, where, you know, there's like no sex before marriage. I was very studious. So, and I wasn't, I wasn't connected with my body. And, um, and I was completely shocked. I was devastated. I was confused. I was hurt. I was shut down and I didn't know how to, I didn't know who to speak to. I didn't know how to speak. There's so many different power dynamics happening um, in that situation. And I was found, I got depressed, disconnected, and I was found wandering the halls one day. And the teacher came up to me and said, um, we need to change your schedule. They didn't know what was happening. They just thought that I was, you know, that my grades were falling. And they said, get out of all these honors classes and get into an elective. My elective that I ended up choosing was dance. I got in late uh, to the dance class. And so we were, I was I got into the dance class when they said, you can make any type of dance that you want, make a solo, anything that you want. I ended up making the dance that changed my life. Um, It was, and when I did it, it was when I was able to reclaim my voice, my power to express all of the emotions that I was unable to articulate via my words. Um, And it was like this very raw, pure, guttural uplifting reclamation of myself and my body and my and my self-expression um and because it was around my femininity because it was around my body it was something that it was the catalyst for what i have been creating and doing ever since wow shonari thank you for trusting us with your story and i'm sure that's in your book right this story of you know, and I'm always so struck, right, by all of us who are called as messengers, transmitters, healers, midwives of the soul, like ones who are calling forward the deeper healing, you know, that we all have gone through our initiations, right, or these places where we have been 
um, awakened out of our innocence uh, mm-hmm. or our innocence has been broken mm-hmm. or there's been a betrayal or there has been an abuse of some kind, a boundary violation, a molestation. And I just really want to witness you as, as going through that dark night of the soul of being really lost and the subsequent way in which it called you to your medicine. That's what I'm really hearing. Mm-hmm. And so I just imagine you in that dance studio with that dance that must have come through you, that changed your life, mm-hmm. that was this place where you became maybe into your body for the first time, it sounds yes. like, exactly. right? Because it's, right? And I just want to name this for anyone who's listening, you know, wherever you are in this moment, if you've had one of those experiences, I just want to bow to you. Wherever you are in the healing of that, wherever you are in the reclamation of your power, know that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Know that we are here with you and that there is life after death. That's what I want to say. You know, that when we go through the initiation experiences, we die. Some part of us dies to what was. And we need some space. And I love that it was through the arts that you found. And I think that's so true for so many of us. It's through some kind of transformational art experience, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So you came into your body mm-hmm. and this dance. Oh, I'm going to maybe take your necklace off. Let's take your necklace off because it's banging against your microphone. There you go. I keep okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good. We're all, we're all good. <laughs> we just want everyone to be able to hear you. <laughs> so I'm feeling you coming out of that dance and something getting born in you so mm-hmm. is that the beginning of that moment of you realizing what your life was going to be even if you couldn't name it and I'm, I'm curious yeah. how that yeah. then unfolded yeah absolutely I mean even the the definition of central intelligence I call it the artful embody you know it's artful embodied knowledge of feeling and being and because art is you know, art is so important in that. I feel like that, I feel like art is, it is a way for us to be in a creative interaction with ourselves and with the world. So much, you know, some things can be so, so literal and so plain that it just, but reality is so multifaceted and so ever-changing that we cannot just pinpoint and have like this, you know, this exact understanding. And art allows us to create a, to create a whole new world, to enter from so many different ways. And that, you know, and, and, the, and the, create, the creative aspect, the creative aspect of, you know, of us being in our lives. Um, so yes, I used, I used art um, directly connected to the body, the art of the body, the art of our expression to help to go on my own deep dive journey and then to, you know, to take others on that as well, because it's not, it, because it's, because it's something creative, because it's something playful, because it's something that isn't, it doesn't have to look a certain way. That's why it can be so beautifully healing. And that's why for me, it's so imperative to have in the definition of, you know, of sensual intelligence, because the, the sensual is artful, the sensual is nature, the sensual is, is our integrated self. Mm. Uh, I can feel um, as you're speaking these words, I'm feeling it in my body, right? Because uh, you're so embodying it, which is part of your gift. I really want to honor that, Sean is that in the 
timbre of your voice and the energy of your words, the vibration that you're holding behind your words, you're telling us the story of what it means to come home Mm -hmm. to the body. And um, I just, I'd I'd love to, (laughs) there's so much. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many things I could ask you, right? Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that I'm super curious about is I I come from the world of archetypes. That's my entire world. And anyone who knows me, you know, we have a lot of different um, archetypal games and quizzes that we play within my community. And one of them is we have the six faces of the Magdalene, the five faces of feminine leadership. We have the 13 faces of the divine feminine, all these different archetypes. And I know um, we both took each other's quizzes. Yeah. So. <laughs> and I guessed Seanerese before she told me, but in our quiz, Seanerese is an ecstatic alchemist. That's in the red woman Magdalene quiz. And um, of course she is because the ecstatic alchemist is everything to do with the joy, the passion, the eros, the awakening of the body, the alchemy of what happens when we're in our bodies. And the path of the Magdalene for me is really about the path of eminence, right? It's about the path of coming down and into the body fully as a marriage of our divinity and our humanity together. Mm-hmm. And as that, mm-hmm, of that beautiful art that happens when those are married together. Mm-hmm. So in Sean Ray's quiz, y'all, if you, <laughs> and by the way, the link is going to be in the notes of the podcast, but I had to go, of course, go ahead and take her quiz. Cause I was like, well, I'm wondering what kind of central intelligence I'm holding over here. <laughs> I had to giggle because I came back with the diva and I went, oh my gosh. And I listened to Sean Ray's video on it. And I was like, I recognized myself in it and I recognize where I've grown and where I've been in my lifetime. Cause you know, I'm in my fifties now and I've been working on this stuff for a long time. Mm-hmm. But what I'm really super curious about is in your, in your real study and looking at this, what are the archetypes that, of sensual intelligence that you've come across and mm-hmm. maybe let's run through them because I'm sure they're super juicy and I want to hear more about them all. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm so, that's so, that's so yummy and so fun. And like, um, you know, I love even before, even before I go into there is what you spoke about, you know, spoke about the diva and some of her characteristics and how for me, like when I feel you, you are like this, the integrated, like being able to connect to all of your expressions and, you know, but you know, and it has a diva flair to it. And that, that is like, the, <laughs> that's the point. That's the point of it. Right. Like, I feel like we, we are, we all are all of them. I call them right. the sensual, the sensual expressions. They yeah. really are just sensual expressions, expressions of ourselves. Mm. And, and just depending on our life experiences or, you know, how, how we, how we see and feel things, some of them are going to be more are more going to be more developed and more out there than others. And the real, for me, the real juice is, is how do we connect to all of them? How do we allow ourselves to fully resource ourselves? And so, and the diva is, is the diva energy is part of that resource. The, the, the weirdness happens when we primarily rely on the, the, you know, that one, the one tools of, you know, of various archetypes and the fun is when, Oh, it's like, Ooh, how, you know, how does this, how does the diva get also get nourished by, which I'll tell the other ones, the, the mystic, the mystic, um, they are connected to, um, to psyche. Um, so there's like, so first of all, the seven, seven central expressions are peace, power, pleasure, play, psyche, philosophy, 
and there's one more. There's seven, there's seven P's, seven P's. And each one of those is connected to, well, kind of has like their, you know, their, their role model or their, their model of the, you know, of the, of the type. So peace, their peace is flow, nourishment, and that is the empath. The diva is, is passion, fire of the heart. The, the philosopher is, um, oh, the, the intellect, the intellect is philosophy. The mystic is psyche. The dom is connected to power. The creative is connected to play. And so these are all of the, you know, all of the aspects of our expression that we can, you know, that we can play around with when we're, when we're really integrated like this diva right here. <laughs> well, I, I love that you name it because the fact that you have intellect in the realm of our sensuality is really fascinating to me, right? Because I think a lot of what happens, art, you know, artificially in our world is we kind of have this split between our minds and our bodies. Mm-hmm. And a lot of what we as women who are walking these paths of transformation are up to is addressing the place in the body, right? Where we have been forgotten, where we've been basically told that the body is wrong, the body is sinful, the body is Mm -hmm. to be transcended, the body is to be ignored or castigated, the body is to be purified, the body is, you know, all of the messages that really all the Magdalenas throughout history have ever held, right? Which Mm -hmm. is this this idea that to be in the body of the body is, is makes you lesser. Right. So I really just want to name that and how our intellect is really found in our body. Our intelligence is in our hearts and mm-hmm. our guts mm-hmm. in the cellular parts of our being, right? Yeah. The heart intelligent, gut intelligence. Yes, it's yes. like our intellect isn't just a mental function. Exactly. It's right. So talk about that a bit, because I think it's really fascinating to re have a different perspective mm-hmm. on, on what we might be talking about when we say the intelligence, the intellect, the body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jam on that for a moment. I know yeah. you've got lots to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yes, we, I mean, our intelligences come from, come from many different places. I mean, I think about you know, it's like, let's say cognitive intelligence, emotional intelligence, let's say sensual intelligence. Cognitive tends to focus on a certain set of skills um, of problem solving and, you know, and putting facts together, which is great, which is, you know, which is fantastic. It gives you certain things. Emotional intelligence gives you certain things. Sensual intelligence is really connecting to, it is the integration of mind, body, and heart. And how does the and how the, the beauty of the intellect, at least in like in sensual intelligence is, is that it allows us to be in this, to be in this articulation of our experience of our bodies. And so it is, so you can be, you know, someone who is embodied and just happen to have more of a skill of being like, Ooh, I can, I can pick this apart and that's fun. That's yummy. There's a sensuality to it as opposed to like, okay, I'm picking a thing apart, but you know, just to, just to cognize and recognize it's like, Oh, I'm, you know, I am like, Ooh, I'm dissecting this. I'm going deeper with this. That is, that is the, the, the intelligence or the, the, in, in sensual intelligence, that is the intellect's um, role to really be in that 
you know, to be in that kind of um, intelligence around it. Mm-hmm. I love, 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 love that sense of um, how is that? Well, first and foremost, it's like this sense of tactile, right? Like there's a way in which we can be in the body in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that well, let me ask you this from the work that you've done, because clearly you're so articulate with this too, which is what's so beautiful is that you're not just showing us how to be in the body, but you're also giving it so much thought and um, consideration. Maybe I would just say that. I'm kind of curious because I think that a lot of us are scared of being in our bodies because as you said, you had that experience when you were younger of being molested mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. a white male in a position of power, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that many of the women who I know who are listening here have had similar experiences, whether they've been physical molestations or emotional or psychological, yes. where they've been overpowered yes. or undermined or yes. shamed. Yes. And there's an immediate reaction we have, right? Which is mm-hmm. we dissociate out of our bodies. We freeze. We, we, we go into freeze, flight, fright, right? We, we, that's what we do. You get yes. overwhelmed and we, we, it's not safe to be in the body. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if you can speak a bit about how the work with central intelligence works with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, that is so, that is so profound. Like the, and it's also just, I mean, it's, it's, it breaks my heart, mm-hmm. but also it is, it is the work. Mm-hmm. Um, our, mm-hmm. these, our bodies, these vessels are, are a gift, are the gift of how we connect to ourselves and how we connect to others. And so when something happens and we feel the severance of our connection to ourselves, it is, it is you know, it's devastating on so, on so many different levels and for so many different reasons. And part of the reason why I tend to focus on sensual, on sensuality is because Sensual intelligence, once again, it is putting a focus on the senses. I put the focus on the senses for a reason, not on a judgment of the senses as right or wrong, not on it has to always be pleasure, not on it always that we're focusing on the pain. It is literally on bringing a sense of curiosity, bringing a sense of presence to this being. And that it's like, it's a, it's a first step. And the reason why that's, you know, for me, that's important. I mean, when we are in a body that is that is hurting and when we have stories that have that are defining us um, that make our bodies feel shame that make us you know not want to connect with this these stories block our connection to ourselves they block it's blocked and so sensuality is and sensual intelligence is an invitation to pause and just be with smell Mm-hmm. and really be in that it's you know and be in a meditation of that oh this is my body that is smelling oh this is my body and this is my body I get to touch it what is the texture what is the you know what is the heat what is the cold mm-hmm. oh look I'm, I'm looking at it oh what are these lines what are these curves what are these things it is to bring just full presence mm-hmm. to ourselves and then we can go to the next to the next level of 
can I bring, you know, this, but, but first, first is first the curiosity, presence, then curiosity, and then you can actually, actually start playing, integrating, questioning, seeing, exploring. Mm. Mm. Oh. oh, thank you for that invitation. And in fact, y'all, I'm going to just share with you something here because I was um, taking a peek at Sean Rees' book earlier on, <laughs> like you do. <laughs> and I wanted to, um, I just wanted to share a piece that's, that's just in the excerpts and it was, um, it's all about seducing yourself. And so you're ready for this. This is Sean Rees. She yeah. says, I sit in bed naked. The morning sun softly orange, shines orange on my skin. The tiny hairs on my body glow like gold dust. My nipples are like points of darkness on my canvas of brown and burnished gold. I hold a persimmon in my hand. Its translucent skin is barely protecting the sweet juice of the fruits of flesh. It sits like a small heart in my palm, a heart the color of sunrise. A warm heat mixes with a cool breeze that slides through my windows, clinking the strands of the crystal bead curtain, warm sunrise, warm skin warm breath against warm colored fruit, warm lips and hot tongue. My teeth pierce the skin and sweet persimmon burst forth onto my lips. I take another bite, slurping the citrine colored flesh that drips thick and rich like pudding down the side of my pinky. I savor the moment as the sun rises down my throat. Mm. <laughs> now, if you're not smiling now, <laughs> that is just thank you. I mean, I read that I read that passage, and I was just like, "Oh, this is a woman after my own heart," because that practice for me of presencing to what is in the moment is one of the most ecstatic practices of actually receiving everything that's happening. And I think what many of us do is move so fast, right, Jean-Marie, through our lives. We're going, going, going. We're, we're always doing and multitasking. And even right now, as you're listening to this Red Post podcast, check yourself, sister, mm -hmm. check yourself. Are you actually taking it in or are you listening to this while you're doing the dishes, driving the car? And fine, if you are, but what I want you to know, and what I'm sure Jean-Marie wants you to know, is that when we multitask, we can't fully be nourished mm -hmm. because it, it, there's too much conflicting information that we're managing in one moment. We can't fully be present with any one piece of it. Mm -hmm. So I was going to invite you, Shonari, to share with us a practice. I mean, obviously the persimmon practice, as it's now yeah. known. <laughs> <laughs> I shall never look at a persimmon again ever, ever again. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what we're supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> I mind <mean>, my goodness. <laughs> okay, so y'all have the persimmon practice, and I'm sure the book has many, many other practices. But why don't we ask you on me right now <laughs> from your vast reservoir mm. of beautiful practices or things that we might do to begin to awaken what kind of sensual intelligence we have? Mm -hmm. How would you invite us into that love? Mm. Oh, you said something that was, oh, that just really just made me excited. Um, I spoke about how, how we can block ourselves because, ah, that's what it is. 
So one thing that happens is that we'll have an experience, we'll have an experience, um, you know, in our bodies um, and, and we'll have an emotional judgment around it. I've had different things happen in my life that are, that when I think about them, I'm like, I'm upset. It, you know, it, it scares me and I don't, and, and that's the reason why we, why we'll disconnect from it because it brings, you know, because it brings pain. One thing that is really beautiful and interesting, the same, the same practice of me, you know, sitting with that persimmon and just, you know, feeling the sun, et cetera, and being able to go into, go into something that was, it wasn't like overtly pleasure. It was, but it was very present. The same thing can happen with, um, with the, what we will judge as the more, the more painful and difficult experiences. And in the same, in the same moment, it is, what I do is I feel into the part of my body that feels the shame or that has been shamed and literally put my attention on that place. And just pause, just see it in your mind's eye, just feel it with your mind's eye, touch it. And that touch that you bring to it, it is a take your time, put your hand to it. Have your hand touch that part of your body, touch that part of your, the expression of your soul with so much softness, gentleness, love, patience, breathe into that spot and feel that that breath that you are taking in is a loving touch. Often speak of like our breath as being the way that we can touch with love the insides of our bodies, just as our hands can touch the outsides of our bodies. And so allowing the breath to be that healing, loving touch that is needed on that part of us that was hurt, on that part of us that is shamed, on that part of us that we want to, you know, disconnect ourselves from, bring that breath in, that with love, with our own touch. And one simple thing is just to say, I see you. I feel you, I am here with you. And if you want, if you feel called to ask, what is it that you need or want to say? How is it that you need or want to be touched? And just breathe into that and listen, feel, and know that anything that you hear or feel is right. It is a part of the journey. Yes. So profound. <laughs> Thank you. Part of what I'm really struck with and you leading us into that place is that um, 
you know, we have this idea that being sensual is just about feeling good, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a real rewiring. And this is the, what I always talk about as being the realm of the ecstatic, right? And the ecstatic mm-hmm. isn't just about the ecstasy of bliss and joy and, you know, those feelings of transcension and expansion. It's also the grief and the pain and the exactly. loss. The ecstasy lives in both places and everywhere in between because it is about our full expression of our humanity and we all have those places. And I was just thinking yesterday, you know, I had a a bit of a funky day yesterday and I was like just off. I was tired. I've been, you know, in the middle of launching things in the world and I'd run a retreat for the first time in a couple of years. And I was having a, just having one of those days when I was like, oh, I didn't know what to do with myself, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm tired, but I'm not letting myself really rest because I have Mm -hmm. things that I should be doing. You know, we get, we all get stuck in those places. And there was a moment yesterday where just as you said, I was inspired to just slow it all down and just be with the part of me that was like the kid Mm -hmm. who was overtired. Mm -hmm. You know how kids get when they're overtired, like they get more manic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's kind of my patterning is yeah. oftentimes and my beloved will often say to me you're tired mm-hmm. because you're going faster and faster or you're just spinning you're starting right. to spin right mm-hmm. and it's for those of us who have a lot of energy who may be ecstatics by nature this is usually a sign that mm-hmm. we're overwrought is mm-hmm. we actually do more and we get more animated and mm-hmm. <laughs> right mm-hmm. just like the kid at bedtime that doesn't want to go to bed but needs yeah. to go to bed yeah. and so I had this moment yesterday where I was like okay you need to just stop and I literally had to put myself on the sofa under the blankie and put some music on and I was mm-hmm. just there with it and it was the act of just being, like you said, with the experience. Yeah. That then gives space for it to shift and change. And there's intelligence there. Exactly. What is the intelligence underneath the, exactly. the movement, right? What is the intelligence underneath it. Yeah. Exactly. And and so, so mm-hmm. and as women, this is the thing is, is that for those of us who are women in women's bodies or female identified bodies, it's like, there is this intelligence that you said it's like a hidden or lost IQ mm-hmm. and we don't know how to measure it. Mm-hmm. And actually the truth mm. of the matter is we're not that interested in measuring it because we're like, you know, <laughs> does it really matter how, 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 you know what I mean? Where exactly. I score on exactly. the chart. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the fact of the matter is, is that most of us would score pretty high in the essential mm-hmm. intelligence IQ, but it's not valued. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been valued. And part of what I love about the work that you're doing, Shunari, is you are such a living, walking, breathing, talking example, role model of what it looks like. And y'all need to check out her Instagram, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) It's this woman walks her talk, I'm telling you. (laughs) Which is one of the things I loved about you. I was like, oh my God, you're classic. Um, She does some great, she does some great reels and great uh, invitations. But, you know, that place where you're really standing for the expanse and even inside your archetypes, you know, like going from peace, you know, to Dom, to Diva. And what you're saying, and which I love, which is true of of all the archetypal systems that I work in too, is we're not one. Mm -hmm. There may be one that is our dominant kind of flavor that we come Mm -hmm. through. We, Mm -hmm. you know, the the sign of health for us is being able to play in all the sandboxes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Shaunami, tell us about how we can take this um, sensual intelligence quiz. How do we how do we find you? I'm gonna put the link on the bottom of the page, but talk a little bit about the process. Yeah, it's so it's really easy. I mean, you can go to my website, which is my my name, shawnery.com, S-H-A-W-N-R-E-Y.com. And there's a place on there you can like take the quiz and Woo-hoo. take the quiz and you're right there. You'll <laughs> beam into your inbox with a video that tells you about your sensual yeah. intelligence type. And then the book is available on Amazon. I saw it already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. called Sensual Intelligence, The Lost IQ, in case you're looking yeah. for it. Yes. And um, I just, I have I have three questions to ask you in closing, Shonari. Mm-hmm. I could talk to you all day, darling, honestly. Um, <laughs> and I ask these questions to all of my podcast interviewees who come on to the program so mm-hmm. i'm gonna ask you the three that i ask everyone and um yeah so here we go question number one is what do you avoid but secretly yearn to express mm. Ooh, i love that <laughs> oh do i avoid but secretly yearn to express mm. ah you know, and it actually came up when, you know, when we were, when we were in circle together, um, it is this pure unadulterated, like mix of diva and Dom energy for me. (laughs) That like a new name, diva Dom. The diva dom, just like, I'm just like here, taking no shit, walking into the room. And honestly, when I am at my, when I am just like at my most grounded and best, I, I, it, it comes with no, you know, it's so clear and clean because there's no, there's no agenda behind it. It's it's just, it's just pure being, you know, it's like, and I see it and, you know, it's done. So yes, but I don't, but I do, that is a place where I, where I do put you know, I do put stops on that part of me and it's, you know, and so this is totally, totally a part of, you know, I'm as much on this journey as, you know, as much as I'm writing about it uh, <laughs> and oh, teaching it. <laughs> yeah. Great. That's why I asked the question. Cause doesn't everyone really want to be asked that question? Like where's the edge that you mm-hmm. would like to stretch into a bit more if you yeah. just let yourself, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Second question on the red woman is uh-huh. what is the most revealing thing about you that you hide, Shaunary? Oh, the most revealing thing about me that I hide? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, I kind of like what I want to like, what I want to go deeper. Like what, in, in what way? Hmm. Wow. Well, whatever comes up, whatever the first thing that's right is rise up that you kind of keep it a little okay. bit. Mm-hmm. Well, it's kind of, you know, it's interesting. It's similar to the thing that I want or the thing that, you know, the very, the very first thing, which is the, the diva, the diva dom dynamic that I am, um, (laughs) that I, you know, that I, that I do. Gentlemen, she is now owning it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yep. It's, uh-huh. it's, yep. It's I that. It's so. that. I can feel a blush coming on. The bad kind of blush. Kind of blush. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so funny. I mean, you know, I think part of it because whenever I talk, whenever I get excited, like my whole body is like flushes with heat, and especially, oh. especially in, in my in my crotch, in my pussy. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> like part of it. 
Part of us make us make a move. She letting us know. Yes, after every interview, like I, my pants and panties are soaked <gasps> because I'm just so <laughs> turned on by the whole life experience. That's a true ecstatic alchemist talking. I tell you, there you go. That's it. She juicy. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know I was going to ask these questions. I hope no, you all stay on to the end. <laughs> this is like the B-roll. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling some juiciness. Yes. <laughs> All right. Wow. Okay. Good. 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 That's how we know we're really alive. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so, my final question to you is <laughs> yeah, we can stop giggling. My final question to you is the word red is an acronym R E D. What does it stand for? Mm, for me yeah for well what comes up for you as you think mm, about it what does r stand for and e stand for uh, and d stand for radical embodied divinity oh radical embodied divinity Bang. Bang. so what y'all know and i keep naming this so i'm going to do it at some point is i'm collecting all of these from all the interviews that i've done writing them down and there's going to be a spoken word piece about what it means to be a red woman coming to you very soon so stay tuned on that i can't tell you how freaking amazing and wonderful from one fellow ecstatic to another fellow ecstatic from one diva to another diva (laughs) of course right makes sense um, I am just so honored and, and delighted to be, you know, more conversations, please carrying mm-hmm. on. I, I feel like you have some good, you'd, you'd have some good dares in for in there for us if we had another conversation about what you're daring us to actually do in our lives. So mm-hmm. I just want to bow to you. Thank you for your time, your energy, oh, your you. being. Thank you so, so much. much. <laughs> <laughs> So you can find Shauna Ray um, by checking out her website, which will be in the show notes, her link to her quiz, her Facebook and Instagram handles. And um, yeah, let her give her, give her some love. Give her some love. All right, darling. Blessed be. Thanks so much. Thank you. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of The Red Podcast. It's been an honor to have you here with us. As red women, we are here leading from the edges of our own evolution, birthing new worlds into being through our bodies, our hearts, our minds, and our beautiful presence. If you would like to be in contact with me, I love hearing from you. You can find me on Instagram at elaine.kalila or over on my website, elainekalila.com. And lastly, I'd like to invite you, if you loved this episode, to go ahead and share this with someone that you think might enjoy it too. It's through us sharing our hearts with one another and inspiring one another that we reveal our red, that evolutionary edge that is just waiting to be fully expressed in all aspects of our world. Until next time, many, many blessings.